All right, everyone, we are live. Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Hope everybody's having a beautiful evening. Thought I would do an evening live stream here, take some Q&A. We're going to be getting into part four of The Secret Book of John, and a pretty bold heretical claim here, if you will, uh, made in The Secret Book of John, that God is not perfect or the one as we are discussing in this. Now, we're not talking in this text about Old Testament God or what our kind of common conception of God is um, as this kind of judgmental entity, but rather we are uh, looking at the idea of God as a metaphysical entity, one that is outside of all of our constructs. So, alien God is one thing, and we've talked about the extraterrestrial uh, manipulation, the extraterrestrial, um, you know, interaction throughout history many, many times on this channel. Um, and then as we get into the secret book of John, this is something that's been hidden for quite a long time. It was found in 1945 in the desert of Nag Hammadi, um, and since then um, has been, you know, the subject of many, many debates. And now it is, you know, something that's out in the public domain. We're able to read it, share it, um, and it's not uh, being kept under, you know, wraps or anything. So it's really good that we can actually have this conversation. Very blessed to be able to do that. What is up, everybody? How are you doing? Jay Brown, welcome. Alexander, welcome. It's Sharon, welcome. How are you doing? Welcome, you guys, over on Facebook. Thank you for joining. Thank you, Kay. Thank you, uh, Jerry. Thank you, Noel. Thank you, Idea Soup. Thank you, Vicky Bates. Thank you, uh, Mike Sanchez. Thank you, Anna Marie. Thank you, Danik and Shane. Thank you guys for being here. Got a bunch of people dropping by. So as we get into this, I'm going to be reading from the Secret Book of John. And uh, it's pretty mind-blowing here. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into it. Um, and I'm going to back up just a little in case you missed it. So we're in the section right now called the inexpressible one. And this is where John, um, allegedly John, you know, attributed to John here, obviously. A lot of this is called pseudepigrapha, by the way, which means it's penned under a name of someone we all know and love, right? But we don't have a clue who wrote it. Um, so this text and many other texts, there's a lot of different debate around you know, who is who wrote what and uh, what is authentic and what is not. Here's how I look at it, guys. It's all authentic. I mean, it's all real, right? Someone wrote it down. It was an understanding at some point. These people that follow Jesus or other prophets or yogis or masters around, uh, these ascended masters, weren't necessarily, um, you know, hell-bent on writing down all of the words. Uh, they were more soaking it in, living it, right? They weren't like, oh, I need to write this down so 2,000 years later other people understand it. And a lot of these things, you know, they would have been passed down oral tradition and then somebody would have written them down, someone probably more scholarly. What is up, Cody? Yes, sir, my brother. Um, I'm doing a little late night stream here. Um, I missed the afternoon one because I was mowing all afternoon and it took me forever, first mow of the season, so... We got her done, though. Um, so I thought I'd do a little evening live stream here just for everybody. But um, as we get into this, uh, the one rules all. This is the very, very first part of this inexpressible one in the secret book of John. Now, some other people uh, have called secret book of John different names. 
<coughs> excuse me, the teaching of the Savior, the revelation of the mysteries of the hidden and silence, those things that he taught to John, his disciple, um, or the secret book of John, or the Apocryphon of John, by the way, just giving you guys all the different names that you may see it under these names in different places. So, uh, the one rules all, nothing has authority over it. It is the God. It is the father of everything. Holy one, the invisible one over everything. It is uncontaminated. Pure light, no eye can bear to look within. The one is the invisible spirit. It is not right to think of it as a God or as like God. It is more than just God. Nothing is above it. Nothing rules it. Nothing, since everything exists within it, it does not exist within anything since it does not dependent on anything it is eternal now this sounds a whole lot more like god to me or what we want to believe god is what we we need god to be really right um rather than some sort of judgmental more highly evolved version of ourself right um, even if it does look like an extraterrestrial or a different entity uh, even if it is, you know, glorious and we can look upon it um, upon a fiery throne or anything like that, as we hear about in many different religious texts. Uh, but as we get into some of these spiritual texts, as I've talked about, this is where it gets really, really interesting. So, um, oh, awesome, man. Cody says right on just in Kansas City doing training. Uh, for Spectrum Internet. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I'll have to talk to you more about that. Um, honestly, don't even know what Spectrum Internet is, but it sounds right up my alley as far as uh, techie nerd stuff that I would like. So good luck with that, man. Uh, Shirley says, hello, Cub. What is up, Shirley? How are you doing, my friend? Um, let's see. Allison, thank you for joining over here on Instagram. Kim Wood, thanks for being here. Thank you guys over here on YouTube. Thank you guys on TikTok up here. Appreciate you guys. Um, so, the one, right? Like this is, I think what we've all, like at some point in your life and you've thought about God and you've gone, it's not a man on a cloud. God doesn't even have like a gender, right? It's like, it's it's an, it's an a thing, an entity. It's, it's like a spirit, right? Like uh, it's this thing that's like in and through all things. Like it really is omnipresent, omniscient, all-knowing. Like it's it pervades all things. Um, and if you've ever had those 3 a.m. thoughts when you're just like, what if God is this thing that we don't understand? What if he's in us so deeply that he's actually experiencing life through us, right? Like that's a, that's a pretty cool 3 a.m. thought to have in my opinion. But this text, this, this gets into it. And a lot of these Gnostic scriptures, uh, the word Gnostic is uh, coined from the word Gnosis, which is Greek for knowledge or deep knowledge. It's when you have alchemized knowledge, when you have knowledge and wisdom married together, like you get it. You're aware of it. It's more than just knowledge like I read the book and I know it. It's like I know it deeply, like nobody can take away the Gnosis from you. Uh, take all my books, you know, take the library, but leave me my gnosis, right? Like you, you have that gnosis of it. You've read it backwards and forwards and more than reading it, you knew it already because you were one with it and it was your first love in the first place, right? Um, I think a lot of us on this channel have had that experience where 
we are one with something because it's been there from the beginning with us. It's already been within us. We've done everything we can to extinguish it, to hide it, to push it away, um, to run from it, whatever that is, right? However, um, let's see. Michael Shelby says, God is the first energy that eventually made a substantial amount of energy and then made to let the disposition, then consciousness until it learned. Gosh, YouTube, come on, leave the comments up. I don't know why YouTube won't leave comments up. Um, how to take his energy to create until it learned how to take his Yeah, very good, Michael. Um, let's see. The whole reason we are made is um, to make... Uh, da -da 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 -da. Gosh, I can't keep your comment up. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, late stream tonight, Ghost Slayer says, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Michael, uh, getting into some metaphysical stuff here. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So like, what is meta? Meta means outside of, right? Uh, so outside of the physical, when you think about the word metaphysical. Um, and that's not to be confused with physics. Metaphysics is outside of physics, okay? It's not generally accepted within the scientific understanding of physics. However, the more we study, the more they tend to start to agree with each other from, you know, you can go look up stuff like that. The idea is that thought is not local. You're actually someone somewhere else projecting into your body. Uh, the idea that this is most likely a VR experience that we're in, some sort of simulation. Um, even Elon Musk has talked about that. Um, you know, and he's just one of many, many people who've talked about it. So we don't know, like, we don't have a way to prove any of this, but we can look at the signs and the clues along the way and go, it's a pretty good possibility that we are in a simulation. And when you, you start to think about that and then you think about what is God to that? Is he this entity that like manifests into it and comes into it and deals in it? Or is he already here within us? Is he already experiencing it? And these other, you know, these other entities or gods are something different. And that's what I propose on this channel every day, by the way, guys, is that what we think of as God is not actually God, but rather a God, an entity from another world, a higher evolved being. Very powerful, by the way. I don't want to discredit the power of these entities that we're talking about um, because ultimately they are... Uh, either a completely different species than us, or we are its children somehow. Um, and I don't mean in the divine sense, but more in the terraforming and genetic manipulation sense. As you look into the Sumerian tablets, we've talked about the Sumerian tablets a lot before. Um, Enki and Enlil. Uh, Enki is the light bearer, the Christ type energy in the Sumerian tablets. And then you get uh, Enlil is the Yahweh, Yaldabaoth. Uh, the demiurge type um, entity who's who's more of a physical god that's like uh, wanting to control humanity and uh, terraform the earth and kind of tra trap us in a bubble. Um, and ultimately that was what Garden of Eden was. And then they escaped that because the serpent, serpent by the way, trans has been translated and retranslated over and over and over. And you can trace it back to Shining One. Shining One is uh, a lot of times what they would call uh, the shining ones, because it would look like a serpent. A serpent has iridescent scales on it. A shining one that would come down from the stars, would be glimmering in the sunlight, and they would call it a shining one, or a fallen angel, or 
O shining one, son of the morning, how far you have fallen from heaven, the Lucifer verse we have. Uh, by the way, one little verse, all kinds of debate and a lot of TV shows and stuff to make you and program you to think that Lucifer is the devil. When the devil is anything but the devil or the god of this world is more clearly laid out in that constructed god, that physical god that we we know all these different stories from. So whether you take that literally or esoterically, totally up to you. But that's where I wanted to start there. And then I'm going to get into the next part of this. Again, part four of the uh, secret book of John. And so as we get into this, uh, it does have a very heretical claim here. Now, so I want to warn everyone, if you are um, easily shook by uh, something that it goes against your religious upbringing, this is not against anyone, okay? This is just a different understanding, a different representation. It is one that I personally buy into. Uh, however, you don't have to. So just know that what I'm going to read um, is something that a lot of people may go, oh, I don't like that. Feels wrong to even say it. Feels uh, heretical. Feels uh, blasphemous even. And uh, I'm just here to tell you guys it's not that. This is just another understanding here. So uh, who do I think created aliens, if anyone? I think that they were the same type of created entities uh, from the beginning. If you look at um, kind of the story of creation on this earth, uh, I would bet that they had some sort of creation similar to that. And honestly, I'm going to be really, really honest with you. I think they are the angels, kind of the guardians of the galaxy, if you will. Um, not like the Marvel movie, but but more of... They have the oath. They're of a higher order. They're supposed to be highly evolved beings and they do have free will and they were able to do what they wanted and ultimately break that oath. And we've watched those wars break out throughout history, uh, throughout the stars. I mean, look at the planet Mars. I mean, we know like it looks like somebody lived there at some point. There's even like things, on, you know, you, you can call it conspiracy theory if you want, but there's enough data to show that like, there's probably some sort of structures there. Um, and it looks like the planet was blasted with some sort of weapon. Um, and then you hear uh, the Brahmastra weapon in Hinduism, the uh, nuclear type thing that, that is the destroyer of worlds that Shiva wields, right? Um, these are all things that tie together. So I certainly can't tell you I know but I can tell you, it all is too convenient and it all makes more sense that somehow we're on this planet because we got terraformed, because we got kicked off another one. Was Mars maybe even the Garden of Eden, Eden the terraforming, the breeding planet for this new uh, race of humanity, the human race, human, uh, the different spectrums of humanity, all the different tribes. And then literally the epics that you see play out in things like the Old Testament, the Egyptian mythologies, the Norse mythologies, uh, everything coming from, you know, we've been here before kind of thing. So we're, we're this grand experiment in the cosmos, or at least in our solar system. And there is a higher order of entities that do control things. Controllers or devas at, in the Hindu, they're kind of the gods that you pray to if you want a blessing the things that control the 3D a whole lot more. They are down in that Mayan branches of the Maya tree, uh, not the Mayan as in Mayan culture, but Maya as in the Maya tree 
um, within Hinduism, which is literally the 3D world, literally the virtual reality construct that we experience um, is from that Maya tree. So um, anyway, does that does that make sense? So uh, let's see. I think Hinduism is the closest to the truth, but the gods are extraterrestrials. Yeah, absolutely. Now in Hinduism as well, you have a supreme being or a Brahman godhead uh, that is genderless. It is in and through all things. It is the supreme light. Um, it is what Krishna hails from. He is in the supreme being. The supreme being is in, in him. And by all intents and purposes, he is the supreme being. Uh, very similar to the Jesus story, right? Krishna, Christ, Krishna, Christ, Krishna, Christ. Come on, guys. I mean, it's all there. The only reason that we would say it's not there is if we just don't want it to be there. We just don't even want to talk about it, right? And, it, and then that comes out of ignorance. It's the state of ignoring something. Doesn't mean we're stupid. Doesn't mean anything other than we're just choosing to ignore it. So that's that's how I look at it. Yeah, source, absolutely, Leck. Um, Matthew says, maybe Mars was uh, burning when Earth was seated. That transformed to the burning sword guarding Eden. Dude, very good, very good. I love that. Vibing on that a whole lot, man. Um, I like that a lot. That really actually lines up with the text. Now think about, too, Noah, okay? Noah getting out of there. In the early Sumerian mythology, you have uh, Enki, who had a half-son who was part human, part god, and he told him to build a disc-shaped ark and get off the planet and to take genetic materials with him, essentially. You can translate it however you want, but go read the Enuma Elish, go read the other Sumerian tablets. They're very difficult to read and understand, but you can put together the story with your own imagination and try to understand what maybe happened. And I do like that. Now, obviously, there's some holes in that theory. There's some holes in the theory that's straight out of the Bible. So um, there's holes in all of it, right? Ultimately, we just don't know. We don't even know where we're from uh, in the physical form. But I know where I'm from in the spiritual form. Somehow, the spiritual form inside of me is of a higher order. It is ascended. It is something that longs deeply to be with my first love, with that Christ energy, with the Godhead, with the source, with the one. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So again, I just given that preface because what I'm about to say, I know people are going to be like, Cub has lost it. He's gone off the deep end. He did the most heretical video he's ever done. And you would think that would have been my Lucifer is Jesus video, but we'll, we'll get to that one later. Uh, and I'm going to be doing a whole series on Lucifer. Uh, there's not a lot in the Bible around it, but I'm going to look at where it came out of uh, the Roman church and how that has been perpetuated as the bad guy when it's actually flip-flopped, in my humble opinion, and it's actually God, as we think of him, is the bad guy in the story, and the good guy is the light bearer of the Lucifer. So, um, again, controversial there. But, you know, if you see it, you see it, and it makes a whole lot of sense. And um, for me, yeah, Lucifer is awesome. Absolutely, Lion. Uh, the Christ avatars, yes. So the, 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 the chrism man, by the way, is the Buddha. And I'm going to say that right now. Um, the chrism man is the Buddha, because Buddha means the awakened man. Buddha became awakened. Chrism means you have been uh, christened or chrism or... You have been awakened, ascended, um, 
or enlightened. So think about that. Like all of that makes sense. We have to get outside the religious construct of it to understand the truth of it. And only then do we start to understand it. Somebody asked me earlier, why do I keep vibing on the Bible so much? Guys, because it's my it's what I'm supposed to be doing here, okay? I'm not here to do religious videos, but there are so many people who've been trapped by the Bible is the word of God type thinking. And it's my job, my self-proclaimed job, if you will, my uh, it's been thrust upon me, right? Uh, to help people with that because I had to help myself with that. And I'm here to help you and give you the hand up that you need to go, okay, there's more out there. I can read the words of the Buddha. I can read. So I'm a part of your ascension protocol and I can take you a whole long way down this, this rabbit hole. And what I talk about on this channel is, so how I do this channel is I have the short videos, the reels, the TikToks, all those things. I'm limited by 60 seconds with those. Um, on TikTok, I can do up to 10 minute videos, but I create so much content, I have to batch create everything. So they have to be 60 seconds. So they'll fit on YouTube shorts and Instagram reels and Facebook reels and TikTok and everything in between so that they'll easily fit on everything. And I can tell the same great stories across all platforms to the different audiences. It's why I have one, two, three, four iPads here and a computer and I'm running a microphone going to our private VIP podcast with the, the high quality audio without commercials because you guys are going to see all the commercials in this later on. Um, these platforms put commercials on them now. We get a tiny little bit of money, but uh, ultimately they're going to do it anyway. So we might as well get a little bit of money for it. Um, but that's that's how I do this. And then I go deeper and deeper in, in the podcast. Then I have the bonus section on the VIP podcast. I go a little bit deeper on that to my authentic opinions about stuff and how I activate on the message we just heard. Because uh, these are downloads, guys. I just spin on this, okay? I don't sit here and plan a whole lesson. If you can't tell, I just spin on this and it flows through me like water. And that's how I show up here every single day for you guys. So, um, And then, you know, I've got my programs and my trainings and teachings and you can go much deeper into that with me where I actually teach you to think the way that I do, teach you to find your own path, teach you to develop your own process. And that is, that's just really rad in my opinion. Not a lot of people doing that. I'm not here to teach you mine and make you me, but I want to give you permission and unlock something in you. What's up, Truth Seeker? How are you doing, brother? Uh, yeah, doing the late night stream now. I'm going to start doing Wednesday nights if you ever want to jump on. Uh, we'll have to plan it. I've got uh, one, two, three, four, iPads now and the audio, but uh, we can do just a TikTok stream one of these days, man. Because uh, what I've been reading, man, you're going to love. This is the inexpressible one out of the secret book of John. And so what I'm about to read, guys, for the whole class here, this is just, again, probably the most heretical thing that I've ever said, uh, which is probably saying a lot, but I'm going to go for it. God is not perfect. God is not blessed. God is not divine, but it is superior to such concepts, neither physical nor unphysical, neither immense nor infinitesimal. It is impossible to specify in quantity or quality, for it is beyond knowledge. I hope that answered questions for everybody here because I get the question all the time, what do I call God? 
How do I pray to, do I pray to source? Do I pray to God? Do I pray to Jesus? Do I pray to what? Guys, prayers are beautiful. But ultimately, when we speak out, we're praying to our higher self. When you're praying to the one, you're in meditation. You're in deep in yourself. That's a whole nother level. Uh, she walks in light, says your soul is so beautiful. Thank you so much, my friend. God bless you. Uh, Lion of the Lake says, which God? The one that created humans. So we were created as light beings by the one. The one created all this energetic creations and vibrations that all vibe off of him, it, they. And then you have these other entities who are multidimensional and started to form their vibration out of those thoughts. No, 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 Yahweh is not the one. Yahweh is Enlil or Yaldabaoth or the Demiurge out of Gnosticism. So what we're talking about in Gnosticism now is the one. The one is where the Christ energy or the light energy hails from. It is the actual spectral representation of the one. That's where when you get into Gnosticism, that Christ energy is emitting from the one it's the only thing you can perceive from the one once that vibration settles out into a manifestation it is that christ and it's within each of us so um yes humans were made by yahweh not created so that's that's kind of a different thing so like we have the stamp of yahweh on our dna right because he wrote the code like the genetic code he did the hybriding or the chimeric even hybriding of us. We don't even know what we're mixed with. Uh, it's pretty weird that there's a lot of swine blood in us, right? Um, or not blood. I don't want to say that because I'm not a scientist, but I know that we can like combine parts from pigs with us because it takes some reason. And then Jesus drove the um, demons out of a human into the swine because somehow that vibration was a perfect match for the demons to attach to. Think about that, guys. So everybody's worried about chimeras, and it's almost like we're somehow hybrided already. Um, and so being hybrided like that, uh, does that matter to me? No, because the truth about me is within. doesn't matter what all this is, because if this was real, then when I was unalive, somebody propped me up in a corner and go, we love Cub. You know, he, he's still with us, and I'd be you know, uh, in a corner. No. We're not going to do that, guys. Like, grandma ain't in the body, right? Grandma's all the memories. Grandma's that vibration, that frequency of love that she emitted. And that vibration is ultimately, depending on the karma, either going to be reincarnated to continue purifying the soul, to continue to harmonize back into vibration with the one. That's the transmigration of the soul. The Christ energy is in perfect harmony and union with the one. And ultimately, as we're in lower vibrations, you see more of that color spectrum of the rainbow, all those billions of different colors, and then it moves back into that perfect white light, or not even white, but just clear light, just pure, unadulterated light, um, colorless even, light that we can't even see. Probably closer with our solar energy on this earth, but we still get it filtered through all kinds, excuse me, of different atmosphere, uh, different pressures within um, our uh, our cosmos. So, uh, you know, it's not even coming to you like un, uh, unfiltered. If it were, you would vaporize anyway. So, 
that's kind of where I'm getting out with that. So Molly, what is up, my friend? Yes, you're right about, um, yeah, the parts being a close match to human bodies. Yes. Uh, porcine. I've actually never heard that word. So I just learned something. Uh, it is very interesting how Christ constantly asked to define who he was. He basically didn't declare. Yeah, exactly, Matthew. He's like, who do you say I am? Who do you say who I am? Who do you say who I, who I am? Who do you say I am? Uh, if I can talk tonight. I don't normally do evening streams, so I'm already talked out for the day here. But uh, I thought I would try it, um, just catch some new people. So if you haven't followed me already, um, consider doing that. This would be a great time. Dog lover, what is up, my friend? How are you? Um, Azaray, let's see. A celebrity told me that all celebrities believe God. Chaos is God's true name. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And I think from what this is saying, there is no true name. Um, you know, God is not perfect. God is not blessed. God is not divine. It is superior to such concepts. It says the one is infinite light, purity, holiness, stainless. For the one is indescribable. No one can put any words to it. Okay, no one, say it with me, no one can put any words to it. Okay, and I say that because, again, everyone's obsessed with what's the name, what's the name, what's the name. And so I've quit praying to a name. Sometimes I pray to Father. Some people pray to Mother. Because some people, like myself, still have an ego on them, and our ego needs a face and a name to connect with or there's no personal connection. But there are some times, sometimes, when I've been out in the sunlight, when I've meditated, when I've been doing yoga, and I feel just absolutely in beautiful vibration. I don't want to say perfect, but beautiful, beautiful vibration. That I can pray in a way that there's no name. I'm not even addressing something outside of myself. I'm just addressing this truth, like this, this, this entity that is so intelligent and so in all things and so perfect that I can't even express it. It's just like a feeling prayer, a feeling prayer. And I don't know if you've ever heard the Native Americans talk about the feeling prayer. Uh, there's a beautiful story by, and I wish I could remember who told it, uh, but one of the Native Americans um, and took a friend of his and, and went out to pray for rain. And they went to this sacred holy site and he walked into the middle of this holy site and he stood there for just a few seconds. He turned around and he walked out. And the guy that went with him is like, well, what was that? I thought you were going to pray. I thought I was going to see this great Native American prayer, right? And he goes, oh, I did. And it's going to rain. And the other guy was like, okay, that's really weird. Well, it did rain a few days later. And he goes to him and he said, what did you do? What was that prayer? You didn't even say anything. Like, who are you addressing? He said, I wasn't addressing. He, he said, I was connecting. I connected with the Holy Spirit, the one spirit, the great spirit. And I felt the rain and I was thankful for the rain. And I poured out of me from the rain and I could smell it. And I could feel it and I activated all of the all of the sensations around it. And that, guys, when you start meditating, you start doing yoga, 
And I'm not talking about Western yoga here with hip hop music. I'm talking about real controlling your thoughts, your actions, your emotions, your spiritual energies, your body movements, and getting in an expressive state. You're afraid to be expressive because what if you do this? What if you look weird? And what if you dance and do all this stuff? Yeah, Cub's doing that live now. Blah, 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 blah. What if you what if you look weird? What if your neighbor sees you? Oh, my neighbors think I'm weird. I'll tell you, this is, yeah, crazy hippie in the in the tie dye shirt, walking around singing while he's mowing his lawn. Right? Yeah, Paula says nice moves. Thank you, Paula. So my point is, get in an expressive state. Let me say it again. Get in an expressive state. And being in an expressive state is going to help you immensely connect with this unnamed one. Rather than prayers of words, even Jesus said, do not pray like they do. Heaping up words, endless, meaningless words. And then he taught how to pray, right? But if you, if you go and read the original version of that Lord's Prayer, the Our Father Who Art in Heaven type thing, totally been butchered now and it is actually a feeling prayer it is actually about being in vibration it's actually about feeling into it and it's about what you're supposed to be triggering on what you're supposed to be vibing on while you're expressing that prayer uh jack rabbit says jesus was not crucified a lot of people believe that a lot of people believe he wasn't a lot of people believe he was a lot of people believe he didn't live a lot of people believe he was an esoteric representation. A lot of people believe it was recycled from other uh, mythologies. A lot of people can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt he lived in the time and places that they said he did. A lot of people can prove without a shadow of a doubt that he never lived, he never existed, there's no data. A lot of people can prove that he didn't um, die on the cross, but he actually survived it and went to India with Mary Magdalene and is buried in Tibet right now. By the way, you can prove anything if you look in the right place. So I'm not interested in proving anything to anyone. I'm interested in giving you an experience. When you leave this podcast, if you never come back, I want you to have an experience with the divine. I want you to have an experience with the one. I want you to have an experience that actually changes your life. And by the way, when I say changes your life, don't take that lightly. Because for me, it has literally changed my life to the point of I lost my house, all my cars, had a beautiful spot in the country, gave up everything to follow what I'm doing now. I do not live in my dream house now. I have to listen to trains all day. The house is not near the size I would like. And I'm not pampered and, and somebody who needs a, the Taj Mahal here or something. But I'm just saying, I gave up things to do this. And I'm going to get it all back and more. I know that. I believe on that. But I'm telling you, when I talk about you having a life-changing experience, I'm not talking about you walking in the backyard one day and going, I get it all. Everything's wonderful now. That is not spirituality. Spirituality is work. Spirituality is controlling yourself, your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, everything as a whole. Because it is you who is emanating from those from those actions, from those thoughts, from the heart. Out of your heart pours the abundance and it comes out through your mouth. It's not what goes in your mouth that defiles you, but what comes out. Paula says, you're my hero. I want to get there someday. You will. You will. Absolutely. 
But that's that's my warning here. This is when I say life changing. That's not always like, oh, I won the spiritual lottery. I feel wonderful. No, no, no. Like there are days when I feel like I've purged spiritually. I've been going through some deep shadow work over the past year. You guys that have been in my community for a long time, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You've watched me go back and forth between feeling great, feeling sick, feeling great, feeling sick. And not because of, you know, anything is wrong with me. It's just literally, you guys have no idea the deep, deep shadow work I've been doing. Things from my childhood, things from my young adulthood, things from when I was a teenager, uh, people that have hurt me deeply that I trusted, um, the way I used to treat myself and others. I hated myself and I didn't treat any anyone else any better. I mean, of course, I was always the funny guy, right? But I had no, no deep, real connection to anyone or anything, right? Always had walls up. Now I hold space. And I hold space for myself, by the way. I hold a lot of space for myself these days. You want to get between me and my space for myself? Good luck. Good luck. Because the only work to do is on me. And if I work on me, I'm working on you. And guys, that's what I'm talking about here. You got to work on you. Don't worry about changing your wife or your brother or your husband or whatever. Worry about you. Because if you don't get there and you don't emanate absolute truth and love, you can't transform anything. You're just hoping somebody else gets somewhere that you never will, right? Like, let's hope that our spouses get somewhere that we're not even trying to get ourselves. Well, what if I get there and they don't? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you will. You'll get there and they won't. And you're going to learn because if you're really there, you're going to realize that you are them and they are you. And you're a whole lot less worried about what if they don't get it? And you're more worried about how can I get it deeper and how can I just love truly, 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 truly. Uh, Jonas says, I was in AA because of reasons. Yep, understand that. Um, as an atheist, surrendered to my future self as my higher power. Irony. You know, I mean, you're not wrong, man. Your higher self is your true self, right? And that is the self that is in the Father. And you don't have to be Christian or or any whatever, any type of denomination or belief system to experience that. By the way, that makes you spiritual, not religious. Kate Colosa says, whoa, 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 Cub on a live this time of night. I know it's my bedtime, right? Yeah, normally I'm actually totally like um, playing my video games now and going to bed. But it is the 19th. Tomorrow is four... 20. So happy early, everyone. Um, and we'll do something special for it tomorrow, of course. But that's why forgiveness is so important. We are judged based on the mercy and cruelty we give others. That's called karma. Absolutely. Karma is a beautiful operating system of the self, by the way. It's not a thing of like, if I take a dollar from someone, somebody's going to take a dollar from me. It is not that... You know, sometimes it can manifest that way if you're open to it. But ultimately, it is this operating system that we're programming and updating. It's just like an OS on your phone. 
you update to the latest OS, it's going to run better. You're going to clean out all the old cookies and all the old little data bytes and stuff, and you're going to upgrade it, and it's going to run really fast and clean and do what it's supposed to do. And then you sit there, and you're on all the you know social media stuff, and you click on links you shouldn't, and then you get all the junk, and then it runs slow, and then you got to purge it again and update it. And that's how karma is. Every solar cycle, you're burning through a karmic cycle, and you've been through eons of them most likely right karma is real lion says uh confused with being smited by god no you get what you give all on your own yes absolutely you are the judge the executioner the jury everything of your own self right that's why it's important to control your thoughts your actions and your emotions because all three of those things are very important right if you ever had an, a relationship in because you lost your temper or you couldn't control yourself or you just weren't nice because you because it was all about you, all about the ego. Oh, no, it was them. Oh, I just can't find a good man. I just can't find a good woman, right? When you're in that vibration, that vibration comes to you. So everything you experience is a reflection of yourself. That's a hard one, guys. I get it. There's a lot of people on here right now. Oh, so I brought that on myself. All those horrible things that happened. Guys, I'm not saying that, but the deeper you get into this, the more you're going to understand what I'm talking about. You have to go there and experience it to understand what I'm talking about. Uh, Melinda says, tomorrow is my daughter's seventh birthday. Well, happy birthday, my friend. Uh, happy birthday from the whole community. I hope it's a beautiful birthday tomorrow. Um, yes, karma is so real. It's a fractal from top to bottom. Uh, cell, great, great, great way to describe it. Um, it's something that you, it's, it's impossible for the human brain to look at it and go, oh yeah, this connects to that. It's like, no, when you look at it as this massive infinite fractal, but it is a pattern. There is a pattern to it. There's a wavelength to it. There is an operating system to it. And the mind can understand, the non-local mind. By the way, your brain and your body are all receivers of the quantum mind, okay? And that's in the metaphysical claim there. Not a scientific one, but the metaphysical claim there. Um, again, when you experience it, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. The quantum crisis, late night stream. Absolutely, my friend, absolutely. Um, Melinda says, thank you, awesome. So. Um, yeah, I just had to read the heretical claim there, but you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys actually took it a whole lot better than, than I think maybe some future comments will be. So, um, but you know, it's very important to, to really understand this. The one is incomprehensible, perfectly free from corruption. And by the way, this text is making the distinction that the one is not God, God or gods are different. By the way, they're all lumped in the same category there. Even the highest gods and all of this stuff. The one is different. The one is the source. The one is the supreme being in the supreme reality. You are the supreme self in the supreme one, right? Seven hermetic principles. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Eclipses in about an hour. Kate Colosso says, absolutely. Uh, that's why I was doing this tonight. I totally forgot. Somebody mentioned, yes, that we needed to do an eclipse stream. 
And I don't know why I marked it in my brain to do it, and I forgot there was an eclipse tonight. So yes, thank you. Uh, so y'all go enjoy that. Go look up at the moon tonight. Enjoy some moon vibes. Um, going through another cycle, guys. I've been through so much purging of energies in my own heart recently. And today, the message I've been getting all day, um, somebody wanted a special message for the eclipse tonight and for the sol or the lunar cycle we're in right now. And um, the message that I've been getting is relax and receive. Um, and specifically, I got, you know, go the extra inch. Don't worry about the extra mile right now. Just go the extra inch, dig in a little bit deeper, be a little more committed, uh, be more thorough about things without being obsessive. Just really... Um, all those things you've been manifesting, like let them alchemize, watch it happen, be very grateful for it. And just like, as you watch it happen, be like super thankful and blessed. Like I get to do this. I get to live this life. I get to have this existence and I'm going to watch this all come in. That's what I'm doing. Guys, I get to sit here and talk on TikTok and Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and the podcast on Apple and Spotify and all the stuff. I get to do that, guys, for a living. How blessed am I? I could be literally in a cubicle right now, screaming my mind out, hating my life. I could be working some job that's backbreaking, whatever. Um, probably would be in the creative field still, you know, in different types of theater production, stuff like that, which is my background. Uh, but ultimately, you know, that was wearing me out anyway. I'm almost 40 now, um, and I had a whole lot to say at this point in my life, and this is literally the perfect place for me to be. I was gonna be a pastor at multiple points in multiple denominations. I was gonna be um, a guru, uh, marketing and design professional. Um, then I was gonna be like a public speaker, self-help, you know, all the things. By the way, I've spent, and one of the things I realized about myself in this lunar cycle, which has been just like a deep cycle. I felt like, if you've ever heard of a deep cycle battery, it's like where it's like that, it's like lower level energy that churning it over. It'll turn the engine over, right? It'll start the, that's how I felt this last cycle. Like the last, um, what, 28 days or whatever. Um, like I've just kind of had that lower level energy that's just kept me going. And it's like, it's coming almost from my root all the way up through my chakras. And it's just like this really, really deep guttural energy that's keeping a trickle charge on me and it's something that's almost like I don't think I can ever turn it off kind of feeling and it's really purged things just from the lower all the way through as they pass my heart processes it my third eye processes it my throat chakra is able to literally speak it and experience it as it's happening so that's my big message for the moon cycle right now um is let that energy that deep cycle energy churn over. It's just like a lake. It's going to take all the mud on the bottom and through the water. Let it bubble up to the surface and evaporate. Let it, let it move through you and be done with it. You guys have things you need to forgive yourself for right now. You have timelines of your life you need to just let go. There's people that you are still holding some sort of grudge or feelings or whatever about. And the fact of the matter is they may be in a, a complete different place in their life right now. They may uh, be loving on you now. They may be in awe of you. They may not even be thinking about you. 
And this could be all, all, all manner of different people. Could be exes, could be um, family members, friends. Could be your own brother, your own sister. Yeah, Celsus love that regular baptism. Yeah, it is a very baptizing energy. It's a type of baptizing energy that comes from the well and washes over the head rather than pouring down from the heavens on the self. You've tapped into that infinite well within, and it's beautiful, guys. So, I hope the message tonight really hits you. I hope, I hope this alchemizes with you. And the moon energy right now, very, very important. And so for me, the next 28 days, I'm going to let all of that silt that was pulled up from the bottom of the lake, let it all evaporate and let it settle where it needs to, away from the floor, away from my root, away from my aligned self, and let it go out into the outer darkness where it needs to be. And I'm only going to take forward what serves me, what is renewed in and through me. What is up, Adam? How are you, brother? Uh, Adam's a part of our Soul Tribe community, you guys. Uh, we've got a bunch of Soul Tribe members on here. Thank you, Rebecca. Uh, I just saw Rebecca's on here. Um, Adam says, I prayed to our Father to send us a teacher who had enough courage to do what you do. You're the only one. Thank you, my friend. God bless you. Uh, I can't say it any other way. Thank you, Adam. Uh, God bless you, my friend. I hope you're doing really, really well tonight. And I hope you guys all take some time to meditate in the moonlight. A little bit of moonlight tonight. Just go spend five minutes and just don't even say anything. Don't muddy it with words like, you know, the Father knows all your wants and needs and hopes and desires. Just feel into what you need to feel authentically right now. For some of us, it may be a whimper. For others of us, it may be a joyful noise. For others of us, it might just be even convulsing down and just this nervous energy of like, I've just I've worked so hard. I've gone through so much. I've almost died so many times. I've failed. I've fought. I've bled. I've run my race and I'm here. I'm ready for whatever's next. And Father, I love because you are love. That's what I'm going to be doing tonight. That's my story this last year. You guys that have been with me. So in July, it will be a full year from when I finally started speaking authentically as a deconstructed individual or a deconstructing individual. I started this, oh, you know, it's been over a year now since I've been doing this full time. The first part of me doing this full time, I was in complete fear mode. Complete, oh my gosh, I'm going to fail. Holy crap, what am I going to do? How am I going to make this work? I don't have a clue. My business is gone. I just lost my biggest contract. I don't have a clue what to do. I gotta, I'm losing my dream house. And guys, it freaking killed me. And it still hurts to think about it. But that's one of the things about this energy is to let it move through and let it go. And that's what I'm going to be doing tonight, knowing that there's a brand new timeline when the sun rises in the morning. I'm going to leave it at that, and I've got some special stuff to share on the bonus VIP version of the podcast. If you guys want access to that, 
please consider supporting me on the website. It's only nine bucks a month. You get the VIP, no third-party commercials, high-quality audio, and you get bonuses uh, that I do fairly regularly, a bunch of different bonuses a week on there. So go check that out. You can also consider joining, if you want to go even deeper, join myself and Adam. We've got, um, who else was on here? A bunch of different people on here um, that are over in our Soul Tribe community. You can go check that out. Molly, Rebecca, we got a bunch of people on here. Adam, um, I saw more earlier too. Uh, Shirley. So you guys go join one of those, both of those, or get the bundle. The signature bundle is actually something that I added, guys. All of that supports what I'm doing. If you guys deeply vibe, I don't like to sit here and push a whole lot of marketing all the time, but that is how I do what I do. And ultimately, if you love what I'm doing and you want to go deeper with me, I promise you, it gets better and better and better the deeper down the rabbit hole you go with me. And because it's your commitment to it, it's your commitment to me, and I'm going to serve you at the highest level. There is no other spiritual teacher out there, no other you know, faith, spirituality, paranormal, supernatural guy that is serving at a higher level than me. I will outserve everyone for you. And if I'm not, I will. If I'm not, I will. That's my commitment. I am all in. What's up, Randy? What's up, my brother? Melissa, welcome. Uh, Randy, Melissa, Rebecca, thank you guys. 1111, Rebecca says, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys go get a little bit of moon glow tonight. Pick up some moon rays. Melissa, go back and listen to the message since you just joined. Um, see if you can rewind this in a minute. Hear my message for the moon glow, the moon vibes tonight. Very, very important, guys. I'm going to go out and enjoy a little moon glow. I'm going to record a special message for our bonus podcast. I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful, beautiful evening. Thank you for indulging me on a beautiful Wednesday night, April 19th. Tomorrow, we'll have a special live stream in the morning for 20. I can't say the whole thing on here, but it'll be a special day for all of us psychonauts here all of us seekers all of us who are digging deep into the love within randy says i like basking in the sun s-o-n absolutely my friend absolutely so you guys go meditate go meditate on god go meditate on that christ on christ in the christ go meditate in the one as i read here that one that is incomprehensible perfectly free from corruption by the way the one that says nothing borders it so don't be so bold to think that you border god you're already in god you're already in love god bless you all namaste good morning from africa thank you knowledge appreciate you being here namaste god bless you guys i love you so much thank you for being here thank you thank you thank you y'all have a beautiful evening peace